Hello, this is Mark Tucker. And this is Alan Furstenberg, and we are Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Hello, Alan. Hello, Mark. How's it been going? It's been going well. Things are things are moving along. Just lots lots going on, but uh, always seems of, to be... some, some new announcements too. So that's that's cool. Yeah, always seems to be lots going on. You know, I I feel like um, is is an awful lot to keep up with and keep track of, and it's really really difficult. Yep. Just you know, even in the general conversational AI space, but then trying to figure out what does it mean for for developers. Yeah is really, really hard. And I feel like this is gonna be one of those conversations. <laughs> um, so, so do you wanna explain what we're what we're talking about? <laughs> yes, so there was uh, at the uh, uh, Google uh, Devices event, there was some talk about uh, um, BARD. Well, there's been talk in the, in, you know, before that about BARD and different things, but specifically um, assistant with BARD. So, uh, Google Assistant on your phone, uh, integrating with Bard, now as a kind of as a helper slash assistant to yeah. the assistant. I don't know. In, an interesting angle there. Now, some folks who uh, follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter X may have noticed that I posted a part of a prediction that I made a couple of weeks ago, um, and I posted it. it Separately. And in it, I say it would be really interesting if they paired Bard with Assistant at the event. Right. It was about a 30-second clip or so. But I didn't show the rest of what we recorded. And it it's a little different. So here's what you and I talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago before the event. Roll the tape. So what I think would be interesting is Google has Bard. Bard now has first-party extensions. We don't know about third-party extensions yet. Right. But in the hardware event, and, and I'm recording this on Friday, September 22nd, at the hardware event on October 4th, it would be really interesting if they made an announcement like the Google Assistant now has a new companion whose name is Bard. So you'd be able to say things like, Hey Bard, and ask it to do something or ask it a question, or say, "Hey Google, talk to Bard." Interesting, and that puts you in the Bard conversation space. So you could you could do voice um, prompting and conversations against your email, your calendar, right? Interesting, and more interestingly, they now have leveraged this brand, which is already on the web which they've already been pushing and using the same technology, which is pretty speedy technology. It's pretty fast yeah. in voice and saying, this is your new voice companion across multiple platforms. Now, if they did that, that would be brilliant, but this is Google and I don't think they will. So that's my prediction. That's your prediction. All right. Is that we will hear nothing. We, we may hear something about AI on October 4th. We're not going to hear anything nearly as grandiose as what anybody else is doing. That's my prediction. All right. And nothing with Assistant and Bard? No. All right. That's my prediction. And right. I hope I'm wrong.
So hope I'm wrong. I hope you're wrong too. That would be really cool but, if they surprised us with that. But I don't think I am. So um, uh, you can see uh, I made a bold prediction there. Yeah, you you went out there. You you made it a, a clear what you were predicting, right? That how do you how do you feel about it now? Well, um, I mean, on the surface, I was wrong. I mean, I I was close on the name. Yeah, uh, so yeah, definitely. So <laughs> what what they announced was assistant with Bard. Is is the name of what it was that they announced, which is awfully close to what I predicted. But I my second part of my prediction was that they weren't going to actually announce this. That uh, it would be great if they did. I think the way, you know, it would be yeah. great if they did, but I don't think they did. They will. Well, they did. So I was wrong there. But yeah. I feel like I have at least a partial win there. And, and there are a bunch of reasons why. I feel like the announcement itself, and there was a blog post that went with the announcement, and we're going to post links to both of these as part of the, the show notes. But everything was really, really light on details. Yeah. And especially when it came to what does this mean for developers, even lighter on details. So while, you know, OpenAI, when they announced plugins, they gave the specification for how plugins were going to work. Right. When uh, Alexa, a few weeks back, and we covered this on the show, um, when Alexa launched LLM integration with Alexa, they had diagrams and you know some discussion about what the you know what a manifest header was going to look like. There was there was vague, but yeah. you know they were they said straight out that they were going to have third party integration with it. Did did you see anything along those lines from Google? I didn't. It, there, there were definitely there were parts because I actually went back and watched the Alexa event too, and so kind of the part where they demoed, um, you know, Google Assistant with Bard and the new like Alexa LLM, talking to a device and talking kind of the demo part of that. I rewatched both of those, and, and both of those they were they did stay fairly high level. They also said this was. This was new. This was in the early stages. Um, so I think they're both caveats from both companies. Um, I do want to read a couple of quotes, one from the Alexa event and one from the, you know, the Google event, um, which was kind of interesting because it's talking about like, well, when we were first initially did this, this voice assistant thing, um, we had one vision and then, but technology, technologically, you know, um, that wasn't, we weren't able to fully fulfill that vision until today is kind of was the, well, at least what I took from it. So like, so the first, the Alexa event, um, this is David Limp, um, you know, and this is obviously has his perspective and, you know, slant on it. But it's, he said, I've often said that Alexa is the best personal AI out there, but I would tell you it's always been a little bit more transactional than we would like but that was a limit of the technology, not the vision. And thanks to our latest LLM, you can now have a near human-like conversation with Alexa. So what they were focusing on was, you know, the improvements, LLM was giving them improvements that were making this more conversational and a better experience with you interacting with your device. Um, 
I'm not sure how to say um, the the name. Um, I believe it is it is Sissy uh, Sissy Sow. Okay. Think. So the quote um, uh, that she gave was: "We've always envisioned a deeply capable personal assistant should be able to do, but the technology to deliver it didn't exist until now." So it's kind of like, you know, this. I think in a, in a way, kind of accepting or at least saying, you know, we know that what we've done, so what our things are right now, are not quite up to expectations and still early stages. Um, but LLMs is going to make make this be a better experience. That's really, I mean, it's kind of funny in some ways coming from the Google side, yeah, because it's it's Google saying we didn't have this technology till now. And yet Google had this technology for years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's kind of, okay, fine, fine. But I guess what I, I don't know, what's, what's frustrating me about it is that it feels like even now Google now has the technology, but they still don't, don't get it. And one of the other reasons why I feel like they don't get it is at the same announcement at this hardware event, Google made two other conversational AI announcements, which nobody seems to be talking too much about. Hmm. The first is that as part of the Google Home app, you're going to be able to have a conversation with Google Home. So you'll be able to say things like, you know, when was my package delivered? And it will be able to pull up the relevant video from your Nest camera and give you an answer. Okay. But that's not part of BARD. That's part of the Google Home app. Yeah. And okay. things that you'll be able to do with fitness trackers and so forth is you'll be able to ask fitness questions in a conversational way. But that's not part of BARD. That's part of the fitness apps. So I, I feel like Google, it hasn't clicked for Google yet. They, they, you know, they have all of these different pieces. Yeah. And they haven't put it together themselves. And bringing this around to why, why we're having this conversation on a show for developers is they really haven't connected those pieces for developers yet. Yeah, the, the, the information overall is, 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 is light. They haven't really even talked about, you know, are there going to be... Uh, third-party experiences, you know, that developers can do. There's even some question on the different paths that you can take with the Alexa LLM, which of those are third-party experiences, which ones are, you know, which ones right. are, you know, but at least you can monetize and stuff. So, yeah. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Well, you know, when we talked about the Alexa LLM, I had a lot of questions that need to be answered still. Yep. A mm -hmm. lot of questions. I don't even think I'm at the point of being able to ask those questions for the Google side because I don't see, I, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So like to, to go through kind of maybe some of the examples that they gave on the, the assistant with Bard, it talked about uh, things like um, asking, asking questions, uh, right. which is, 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 is something that, that well, both both of them talked about, right? Right, but but also you know not just asking questions, but asking contextual questions. 
you know, being able to do things like take a picture of something and say, which of these is going to be the easiest trail for me to take? Yeah. And that's, you know, combining uh, language knowledge and visual context and context of what the words mean and what the trails mean and, and what, you know, a bunch of other stuff. That's yeah. powerful and that's sophisticated. But Google can do all of that itself. Yeah. And the, and the fact, so, you know, because they were talking about that kind of the input modes into um, Assistant with Bard was text, voice, and camera. Yeah. Right. So images. Um, and they also talked about, um, oh, it was like, uh, give me a summary of my emails for the week. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was, you know, oh, no, it was actually trying to find uh, the, the plan. It was, you know, search my emails for where we're going this weekend or something like that. Yeah. So, so, so finding, so, so, you know, I, I do like the bill, the idea of being able to use your voice to dig into your, you know, emails uh, uh, kind of grown on me a little bit. It, oh, it grows on me a lot. I mean, that, you know, I've been doing that for 10 years in a way, but I, you know, I feel like they kind of skirted the line in talking about how much of this was going to be voice input. They 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 hedged a lot of that. And yeah. but we'll you know what? We'll get to that in a second. So the, the second thing that they did though was after searching your email for something, was then sending a text. Yeah. And in some ways that was impressive, but it wasn't clear where Bard played into that. Yeah, that, that's true. Um and then later in the conversation, they had, you know, you've taken the picture of the dog and you want to post it to social media with a caption. So you drop the picture onto Bard and do something. And again, there was a lot of hand-waving there. So it's it's not clear where the integration is and, and what integration there will be. So yeah, that's fine. So, I, yeah, and, they, and the things that they talked about integration with was Gmail, Maps, Docs. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, and and there was like generally talking about that there was integration with Bard and YouTube. So you would think that maybe somehow you know, the things that Bard can do might might grow, and you you've been able to talk to Bard to get these things to access to these things might be you know right. The the suggestion is there, but there's no information. You know, there's no, there's no follow yeah, not, through. Not not one of those seemed like it was a third party experience or no. a potential for a third party experience. It was I mean, all the, deep right. integration into properties that Google already has. Right. The the closest they came was talking about posting a picture to social media, and since Google Plus has been shut down for a few years now, it's you know not clear what they're talking about. Yeah, but that was as close as they got. So, and there was, I think, wasn't there also a part like plan a menu for 10 people for the weekend, including smoothies or something? Oh, like yeah, that? that's right. Yes. All right. So, so I can see generative going on, you know, just that that's kind of a different form of generative as opposed I mean, to, yeah. yeah, opposed that's to answering a question that's, you know, creating, summarizing, you know. Right. That's the sort of thing that Bard does today, though. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't require a third party for that. So, you know, the everything that I saw was talking specifically about um, the phone. So yes, which, well, and and that's kind of my next point. Yeah, is um, 
you know, you said, you know, talking to your email. Well, okay. But they really kind of made it unclear about what exactly was going to be voice driven and what was going to be keyboard and phone driven. Yeah. And it's especially notable that when talking about assistant with Bard, they said the availability will be on Android and iOS. And yeah, yeah, and yeah, they did. And then they also talked about coming, you know, kind of after like a, a you know, within the coming months. Um, so it doesn't seem sound like they were hinting that it was coming first to, you know, Pixel Eight and yeah. You know, so you might have to wait. So it might be Pixel Eight and iOS, but but if it's iOS, then it's got to be an app, so it's not a deep integration. It's not, so that, right. Well, yeah. Right. So, but all, I mean, I think that the big issue though is this isn't an ambient thing. Yeah, it's not going to be. It's is a very. This is in some ways a slightly different vision than what Alexa is talking about. It is. You know, we're not talking about being able to use the smart speakers that we have, or you know. It's not even clear if we'll be able to use Android Auto. They 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 literally, I don't know. They're they're ignoring a big chunk of what assistant used to mean, yeah. and have really really narrowed its scope. Yeah, the, the the suite of things available, like summarizing emails and things like that. I I that's impressive to me as far as functionality. It's not something that's going to be easy for Amazon to do. That's not um, going to be easy well, for anyone else to do. That's yeah, but but it's also not impossible. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's I mean, true. You know, Gmail has third. You know, it has an API. Right. Google Drive has an API. All of these things have APIs, and it's not impossible for somebody to write that integration one could argue you can't do the other way around at least we're not seeing how yeah um and again this is the developer focus here yeah so, which is hard because nothing really has gotten deep enough to right. the level to know what developers can do so right now it's kind of like these are technologies that are interesting to learn about as developers and make sure you understand how they work because some of it might you know trickle-down features might hit developers. Well, um, but I mean, ChatGPT, the features are there. You can write plugins. Yep. yep, you can. And, you know, it's not hard to create, a. you know, even ChatGPT is talking about voice input yep. on their mobile devices. That's there. You know, it's not, you know, what, you know, what, I, I guess kind of what, the question I'm I'm having as a developer yeah. is what is Google offering as a developer that the others yeah. aren't? And right now the answer is nothing at all. Yeah. And in fact, they're offering less. So and, Mike and it and it pains me to say that yeah. as a GDE, it pains me to say that. Well, and as a you know as uh, a company that has cloud offerings that have services that, you know, that really cater, there is a portion of Google that really caters to developers. Yeah. That it's, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a missing kind of a silent, silent. Android, spot. Android really caters to developers. Android yep. has been all about since day one, doing things for developers, having a very developer first 
possibly not even user first attitude. Yeah. Um, but you bring up an interesting point, and that's that one of the one of the things that they announced with the Pixel 8 line is that it's going to have hardware support for some of the LLM models. And that's interesting. Yeah. To see how much of Assistant with Bard runs on device. A. And B, if so, what does that mean for developers who do we now have to build, you know, do we have to build differently if we detect an LLM support on device or not? What? Oh, that's true, yeah. As developers, what is our interface to this? And the answer, you know, we don't know what the answer yeah, is. Yeah, we don't know. So my question, because you, you said this, that, that made you think of a question. My The question that I have as a developer is where do I put my time? Yeah. You know, right now I can think, okay, I'm I'm looking at this, I'm, I'm new to, to LLMs. Um, I want something that's going to be voice enabled now, that, that is voice enabled now or will be voice enabled soon. Um, and as a developer, where should I focus my attention? Right now, if I go to Google, there isn't anything that tells me, you know, anything to do. If I go to Amazon, there's a, you know, a few page documentation with some diagrams saying it's coming and it's going to come in this way. You can bring your own APIs. You can bring um, your own data, both with Alexa's LLM, or you can bring your own LLM and, and work with Alexa. So they're talking, they're at least kind of giving us a, this is the, you know, zoom in where we can actually see the ground and we can see the 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 right. they're you know, at least the giving you plots. We've some, got some rough idea. Some rough idea. Yeah. Or do you go to uh, you know, ChatGPT, oh, which is ChatGPT that, that, that yeah that's already has this idea of plugins. People are already developing you know plugins for it, and that uh, that's going to get voice um, in the future. So. Yeah, it's it's just kind of like where, where where do you experiment? Where do you put some energy as a developer to to you know kind of progress your knowledge and and your career and whatever right. to, to go forward? Right. And the question is going to end up being what you know if we see this as an ecosystem and not just as a thing, which ecosystem has the better chance of of living what's the living ecosystem that i as a developer want to work in yeah and so that really and now that comes back down to that question of monetization what can i you know yeah and sure, and, but, sure you might enjoy doing some things for fun but if you're seriously going to do stuff then where can i right sustain you know make, make a living doing this thing what what ecosystem is is thinking about de uh, monetization for developers right and right now none of them seem to be yeah from what we can tell. Yeah. <laughs> ay, 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 ay. So there were a few other things I wanted to bring up um, about the Alexa event, just kind of as kind of completing some of the comparisons uh, okay. from, this from this Google. Um, they both talked about not only can you talk or tell the device to do things, uh, you know, I guess have a conversation. It's not just tell. It's also do. So they both talked about, well, what are the services and the APIs that we can interact with? 
Um, there was even a diagram that says, you know, Alexa, we've got we've got the LLMs, we've got you know services and and um, APIs, we've got uh, the ability to have personalized context, um, or, you know, personalization, and then safety and security. That was kind of their, you know, one of their their diagrams. And and some of the examples were actually even similar. Like there was one example of. You know, talking about sports. You know, what's 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 my team doing? What how this specific player do? Oh, there's a game on. Um, you know, this weekend. What's the uh, what's the weather going to be like? Um, I'm thinking about having a barbecue. What would pair with chicken? Go ahead and write a and uh, a message to invite my friends there. And then all that was stuff was just done on the device. And then. You heard the phrase "sent to my phone," <laughs> and so <laughs> even though um, Alexa has the ability to make phone calls, and you know, then um, there's still that that part of it, that integration, or at least you know, make calls it's, to other devices. It's still fascinating to me that that Amazon hasn't made the Alexa app on the phone more of a thing yeah i mean it's there and it's you, you you can use it and need it for things but it's not there in the same way that it is for other devices it's not an apl yes app it, it could which, very well be you know i, I don't but you know and, and it really and it's interesting in the context of google has shifted all their focus to the phone yeah while Alexa seems to have almost none of their focus on the phone. And ChatGPT is still just lumbering along. Yeah. So maybe you can answer this about ChatGPT because I've always just used it on the web. Do they have mobile yet? There is now. I mean, the mobile app is still relatively young. Okay. But from what I understand, it's a very, very good app. Um, it does have voice input. It does have voice output. Uh, it's not quite the same as an as assistant in Alexa. Um, the impression I get is that it's still um, touch to talk, but I could be wrong. All right, I'll investigate. Um, but it's it's there, but it it's not treating itself like an assistant. It's treating itself like a chatbot still a voice input chat a bot. voice input chatbot we're also voice output chatbot but yeah because it's part of the thing that's you know great especially for uh, people that are vision impaired is that you can start it up with your voice you can get prompted on what to do there's a there's the you know the output but then another prompt and what you know back and forth you can carry on this conversation without right. having to yeah. To do any, you know, it purely uh, a purely auditory conversation. Yes. Yeah, it, remo it removes the friction. Um, yes. For that, um, the last part I wanted to bring up is because we talked about like kind of the modalities for input for um, assistant with Bard was uh, text, voice, and then camera, right? Yep. Um, so this somewhat parallels, or at least. Um, is similar to some of the new features that are coming out in um, some of the new Echo devices, 
Um, cause they, they showed this, this ability when you go into the let's talk app, um, where you, you don't have to use the wake word. In fact, it, it, um, you can step away, have a com- carry on a conversation, step back, um, and, you know, continue right. talking to the, to the device. And so they talk specifically about they're using acoustic models <clears throat> to determine where people are and kind of where the voice is going in the room um, on device visual processing. Um, in addition to that, you know, like head orientation. So, you know, can we, can we see their eyes or not see their eyes? Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, I'm talking to the device. I'm not talking to the device. I'm talking to the device. Right. As well as just proximity analysis, like how close are you uh, to the device? So they take all these things into to, to account to kind of figure out um, who you're talking to and and trying to make it so that you can talk to people in the room, talk to the device, and not have it all be part of a you know kind of more mm-hmm. conversational. And again, the question is going to come up: How do we as developers get access to any of this? You know, because one of the other things you yeah. uh, I remember us talking about was that it also would respond in the same vocal intonation as we've given it. So if we're, you know, yeah. so, uh, and I made fun of it at the time, of course, but, you know, I, I said something snarky, but at the same time, developers will want access to the same thing. And yeah. I assume a lot, uh, that Amazon is not going to give that information over. Yeah, that's, yeah, that that is going to be challenging to to know, you know, that so, seems like a, a a lot different, a more interactive, you know, chatty, you know, kind of almost like a web socket back and forth, you know, sending this information, sending this information, figuring out stuff as opposed to, you know, more of the, here's the input, send it to the server, get the response and, you know. Come right. Back. But, but even, even if it's just send, you know, send what, what the user said to the server, you know, even if it's just. Uh, speech to text, and that gets handed over to our skill. Hmm. Alexa gets information about tone of voice and some some sentiment yeah. analysis from how we're saying things, not just what we're saying. And I'm reasonably willing to guess that that is not handed, you know, that is not part of what gets sent over. Yeah, yeah, you know, definitely. I would think uh, initially that's that's going to be the case, and then yeah, it depends on what yeah, I, I can't what uh, yeah, benefit they think that it's going to have um, for them and users if developers have access to that. So again, a lot of unknowns. <laughs> yeah, you know, which is which is frustrating as a developer, but I guess we uh, we we deal with it as we can. You know. It, yeah, and, and but it's definitely you can see like they're putting a stake in the ground and saying we are doing LLM. Well, right? yeah, I mean, I think you know if if I thought Amazon was trying to run up a flag, a big flag, and wave it saying, "Yeah, we're doing LLMs too," honest. Um, then this week was Google sticking up a little flag, going, "We're doing LLMs with our assistant too," honest. <laughs> uh, it, it, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, once again, I'd love to be proved wrong. I, I, I sincere, I'm very sincere about that. Yeah. I would love to be proved wrong. I would love to see an API available to third parties. I'd love to see that kind of integration. I'd love to see Google coming out with guns blazing against ChatGPT and Alexa on this. I, I love because I love the competition. 
And I love seeing what it drives everyone to do. I, I don't think Google has that vision, though. I just don't. But I would also love to hear what other people have to think. Yeah. So, you know, leave us comments below. You can find us on social media. And we love your take. And we will we will obviously be keeping an eye on this yeah. as things go forward. Um, and I am sure we will be talking about this another time on Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Take care, Ellen. You too, Mark.